0: It's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on SiriusXM Patriot. The talk of taxing unrealized gains is back, and it's coming back in fashion because, well, we need offsets, Biden says, for inflation. Now, how is taxing an unrealized gain going to offset inflation? First of all, they can't do it. That was settled by the Supreme Court back in 1920 unless they get a majority to rehear that case and overturn it, the Supreme Court has determined that something of value, immediate tradable value, is what determines income. So you say, well, a billionaire has stocks, bonds, and other financial holdings. Yes, but the value of it is only speculative until it's sold. I mean, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates can lose a billion dollars in a day. Half a billion dollars. They can make a half a billion dollars. But look at all these tech stocks that are getting wiped out right now. Look at the crazy, you know, ebbs and flows of cryptocurrency. If the government can tax an unrealized gain, it can decide your net worth and then tax you accordingly. The government could speculate a value any way it wants. Partnering with state and local government, they can increase the value of your home for the purpose of taxing you. They can increase the value of your land for the purpose of taxing you. That'd be the end of the family farm, by the way, because all they would have to do is assume the value of crop yields and then raise a tax on you. And this is what the hard, hard left has been pushing for for quite some time. If Elizabeth Warren had her way, everything... You know, people made fun of me before I came to Salem Media. I did an episode, and there's a monologue on this over at my old station, Blaze TV. And I joked about people paying a tax on vintage Air Jordans or comic books or baseball cards. I saw an article uh, from Upworthy where Trevor Noah broke down the problem with the mega-rich using uh, unrealized gains as money. Well, they don't use unrealized gains as money. An unrealized gain is just that, unrealized. If you bought, if Trevor Noah, when he was performing for free, super producer Mike pointed this out before we went on the air, if Trevor Noah was performing for free in some cafe in South Africa, and he said, hey, man, you're pretty funny. Can you sign Can you sign this? You think it's worth more now than it was then? That's an unrealized gain. But unless you put that thing on eBay and sell it, it doesn't really mean anything. You can put it on eBay, watch people start bidding on it. It doesn't mean anything until somebody actually buys it and you exchange that Trevor Noah autograph for currency. Not that I give a damn what Trevor Noah thinks about anything or really the idea of getting real information from comedians, but that's besides the point. An unrealized gain can be the value of anything. And then you'd have to realize, do we deal with unrealized losses? So if somebody has, if you found a pair of vintage Air Jordans never worn, popular size, let's say nine and a half, in your attic, and you have the original receipt from whatever sporting goods store you bought it at. Imagine that. You might have paid $14, $15 for that back in 1985. And you put that up on Facebook, and an IRS agent says, well, we know that vintage Air Jordans are worth way more than $15. You're going to pay an appreciation on that. But what about somebody who's got a ratty-ass pair of Air Jordans? You go, wait a second, if his Air Jordans... Are worth something that appreciated, mine have depreciated. I want to write those off to my taxes. What? Oh, yeah. What do you think the value? 1957 Chevy Bel Air, two door, mint condition, garaged. What do you think that car is worth? A lot of money. Does that mean if somebody's going to be give given value by government, that if I dig up a Beat to hell, not running, rusted all the way through. Could never be recovered. And I parked that in front of my house and go, wait a second. Now I've got unrealized lack of value. The government owes me something now. I've got something that's, that's taken a loss in value. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. That would mean every time you drive a new car off the lot, the value goes down. The government should have to give you a compensation for that if it's going to tax an realized gain. Now, does the car really go down in value? In perception, it does. But that would only matter if you actually turned back around and tried to sell the car back to the dealership. And even more bizarre, as we had the car shortage during COVID, if you drove a car off the lot in late January of 2020, I bet you, if you brought that car back in late January 2021... You probably could have got exactly the same amount of money and maybe even more if you didn't put a lot of mileage on it because the used car market went through the roof. But the class warfare of attacking people, first of all, any one of you, if you believe for a split second, Mike, do you have the audio of Janet Yellen from last year? Can you cue that up for me? I know it was a late addition to the um, to my cut sheet and request. Any one of you, that has an IRA, a 401K, an online trading account, anything, you could be subject to a tax on appreciation where you'll get no rebate for losses. Now, do businesses and individuals write off losses? Yes, but that involves actual currency, not perceived market value. I want you to listen to this. This is Janet Yellen from last year about this time saying we need to tax unrealized gains, play it.
1: Well, um, I think what's under consideration is a proposal that uh, Senator Wyden and the Senate Finance Committee have been looking at that would um, impose um, a tax on unrealized capital gains um, on liquid assets held by extremely wealthy individuals, billionaires. Um, I wouldn't call that a wealth tax, but um, it would help get at uh, capital gains, which um, are an extraordinarily large part of the incomes of the wealthiest individuals. And uh, right now, uh, escape taxation uh, until they're realized and often they're unrealized and at death uh, benefit from uh, so-called step-up of basis. So it's not a wealth tax, but um, a tax on unrealized capital gains of exceptionally wealthy individuals.
0: Now, they're going to have to go back and overturn the 1920 case of Eisner v. McComber, where Myrtle Macomber, a, yes, wealthy socialite, had stock in Standard Oil. If you don't know this, this is a fun, this is actually. Do you watch the show Extreme Couponing? Just the other day we made mention of Steve Schmidt, who's a just a bottom feeder. I mean, he is a he is a dung beetle to say the least. Mocking Megan McCain, who I'm no fan of. I'm not a big fan of Megan McCain. I have no problem with her. I don't know her. I've never met her. We're just different air fingers, quote, conservatives. That being said, he referred to her as a spoiled heiress coupon clipping. If you don't know this, this is this is a fun, little fun walkthrough history. The reason why, well, now we have online coupons, right? We have online, but even still, the visual of online coupons has those peripherated lines. When you see like an online promo code or barcode. Back 110, Two years ago, if you had stock in Standard Oil, each one of your stock certificates had a peripherated ticket, a coupon, which you would clip quarterly, I believe, and you would mail it in to Standard Oil, to their accounting office, and you would get a cash dividend. Myrtle McComber said, I don't want a cash dividend. I want equivalent value in stock. The federal government came after her, and the Supreme Court ruled that that was not considered income, that she was no wealthier in currency because of the appreciating value of standard oil, and that Congress did not have the power to tax without a portion of a stock dividend made lawfully and in good faith. That was not how Article I or the 16th Amendment worked. The value's not there. There's no actual value. A stock certificate until sold is just that. It's just a piece of paper that says you own a share of a company. But if you think for a second that Biden and the Democrats, and I'm watching a lot of talk of people who are saying everyone knows Biden is feeble. Even the Democrats know his brains are oatmeal and excrement. They know that Kamala Harris is a third rail now. Which is why they keep focusing on, I mean, I don't know who this woman was that just got uh, uh, confirmed yesterday. Kamala Harris broke the tie. Another first black woman, this first black woman, that. Another first. Country's burning to the ground, they're worrying about firsts and abortion. Which, by the way, I have that audio of Janet Yellen. That's pretty sick. They know that Kamala Harris is toxic and has no chance of winning the White House. Elizabeth Warren thinks she's next in line. She would love to sign a law or at least create the class warfare.
1: <laughs>
0: we have to overturn either v. McComber to make the rich pay their fair share. You could see her campaigning on it, but that would be all of you or most of you. You got a union pension. You got real estate holdings. You want to talk about what's going to drive the value of gold, silver, and platinum. The benefit of gold, silver, and platinum is the government doesn't know you have it. And even if they come up, even if they were to raid the offices of Atmex and Provident and Gold Mart and Swiss America and Roslyn Capital and, you know, Euro Pacific Capital and all these gold brokers—they wouldn't be able to prove that you have the gold. Well, oh, I don't have it; I gave it away. Unless the IRS is—well, they were eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents start kicking in doors and prying open safes, and even then, they can't prove that you have it because you might not have it in the safe that they're cracking open. Gold, silver, platinum, any kind of bullion, rhodium. If you had palladium, if you bought palladium like 10, 12 years ago, ooh, God bless you. If you, bu- I remember looking at palladium being like, eh, is that really going to go up? It went from like 200 to 2,000. So if you bought palladium, you're my hero. But how would the government ever know you had It could be anywhere. Now, would it pop up on a radar maybe if you sold it? Maybe. I mean, just how authoritarian. And by the way, for a time, thanks to Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who Biden wants to be just like, it was illegal. For private citizens to hold gold, you were forced to turn your gold in for currency, which they then inflated. One of the reasons why FDR didn't want people holding gold, especially rich people, was because if he inflated the currency, it would only make their gold more valuable, so he forced people to trade it in. You want to know it's even more valuable than that? Pre-1933, gold. one six six ninety five 695, Patriot, 9572874. Real quick, we'll pick this up. Janet Yellen says abortion helps the economy. Hold on a second here. And I will give you, if you're a smart Democrat, help me with this one. How is having less people an economic benefit while you're promoting the open border? So killing babies is good for the economy, which means less Americans. But open borders is good for the economy because it means what? You can't promote abortion as an economic benefit while also promoting open borders as an economic benefit. Yes, there is something to the born citizen. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. You know, I think I'm going to have to make a drink called the Ultramargette. You can join me live on the Wilco Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.